Hello, everyone. Thank you guys for watching and tuning into today's show of the Nobody's Podcast, a podcast where nobodies talk to nobodies. We have a special one today, and I really, I really mean that. Joining us today, we have an eight-time cross-country state champion, avid runner and organizer of Mad Moose events, Deseret News' Athlete of the Week, three times, and a previous high school track star. This girl is a workhorse by day and a normal teenager by night, and with a highly unneeded introduction out of the way, I present none other than Kyla Ricks. How you doing, Kyla? Hi, I'm doing good. Um, you're a little wrong, though. I'm a three-time oh, no. cross-country state champion, okay. five-time track state champion. I'm not going to lie. Wait, okay, wait, say that one more time. <laughs> I'm a three-time cross-country state champion and a five-time track state champion. So you're just a you're just an eight-time state champion, period. Yeah. Okay, so I I did say that wrong. I saw this on your on your page, on your Mad Moose events page, and it was typed out the way that I I may or may not have copy pasted. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So how you doing, Kyla? I'm doing good. How are you? Dude, it has been it's honestly been like a like a a bit of a while since we talked. Uh like actually like talked. We've been snapping back and forth. We've been doing all all that fun jazz, but I don't know. What's when, what's new in the life of Kyla? Not too much, just the same as usual. <laughs> running a lot. Running, exactly. So Kyla, yeah. speaking of running, everyone in Moab knows you for your running, right? You carried the women's high school team. You absolutely dominated out of school out of school races. But uh I think the biggest thing that people don't know, but probably should, right? Is what you've been yeah. doing kind of behind the scenes. So if I'm not mistaken, it's since the age of sixteen. I may be wrong about this, but I believe it's twenty fifteen, you've been directing a company. Can you tell me a little about it? Um yeah, I, uh, my dad went to Moab one day because we used to live in Colorado Springs yeah. and he came back and said he found himself a business partner and so, he, and turns out it was race directing and it all kind of started there, you know, I was <laughs> really young, it was like 11, 12, oh, not wow. quite okay, sure. Really yeah, and, you know, at first it was just, you know, the basic stuff, like, filling up water jugs and just, like, mostly hanging around, you know, giving people medals when they cross the finish line and, yeah. like, serving food and things like that. Um, now, yeah, I'm a 25% owner after I turned 18. And, yeah, it's my full-time job. That is so <laughs> There's a lot crazy. that goes into it. So it started yeah. 12 years of age, you said. Yeah. Yeah, about. So when you turned when you turned 16 was when you became a director or um It was more my freshman year and even a little bit before that. Okay. Um yeah, but I didn't become like official race director until I turned 18. Okay, okay. Makes sense. So the yeah. you say you're a 25% owner, so I assume that means you, your brother, mom, and dad. Yeah, exactly. Okay, wow, dude, that is so awesome. So I knew about I knew about this in school, and I don't think many other people knew about this in school. But I knew because we were friends, right? Yeah. 
So, I I never understood this when we were in high school. You didn't, you didn't like take the classes that everybody else took. <laughs> no, <laughs> why? Uh, yeah, I was mostly homeschooled. I was uh, so jealous. I was actually so <laughs> jealous that you could pass high school without t- you. How many classes did you t- did you take your junior year? Um, wasn't it like three? I, don't, I think it was like. I think it was three. That's I think I did the amount of classes you're supposed to take. Yeah, and fourth. Yeah. How? Well, technically, <laughs> I got a homeschool diploma. It wasn't like from Grand County. Oh, okay. So you were you were still doing all of the classes just at home. Yeah. Yeah. So do you? <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to a single class my senior year. So when when you were in high school, you were, I mean, you were a pretty you you talked. Like you, you definitely kept your you you definitely kept your space just as much as like a normal person kept their space from each other. But like you definitely you were out there. Everybody knew of you. Would would you call yourself kind of like an introvert? Uh, yeah, very much so. Really? See, uh, I wouldn't have yeah. thought that. Yeah, I gr- I've grown out of it a little bit now. Um, but a few years ago, I'd really only open up if we were friends, and we've hung out a few times. It took me, you know, a couple times before I really started opening up. Okay. So on the topic, like going, taking a few steps back, on the topic of like race directing. So what what do you do? Like, what is a race director? You talk about handing out medals and like awards and stuff, but. Um. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. So basically, um, there's aid station set up. So for people, you know, who've never been to a race before, it's like, I get cups, put them in the, um, stuff, all the supplies that needs to go in there, you know, the cookies, the candy, the chips, all that stuff. Well, you give people cookies um, and candy while they're racing? Yeah, yeah. Is that, <laughs> it's, like, is that like a sugar you, boost? Yeah, it is a sugar boost. It's also like a little reward, you know, you thinking about that cookie until you get <laughs> okay. to the aid station. <laughs> but do yeah. About, do you think about your cookies when you're running races? Yeah. Is yeah, that your motivation for winning? Is that why you win? Um, you're like, oh, the chocolate chip cookies sitting at the at the aid station. Yeah. Yeah. Dur- yeah. During high school, it was got the chocolate <laughs> shake afterwards, you know, it was <laughs> like a reward, you know. That's awesome. So yes, race directing. So you you give you yes. set up the chocolate chip cookies. Do you up, bake them? Are you a baker? I, no, we, I go to the store and I buy them. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I pack <laughs> everything for the aid stations. Um, as far as like setup goes, I clean up the our U hauls that we use to transport all of our stuff. Um, set up the start line, which is basically a lot of heavy lifting, so metal fences. Uh, sandbags, cinder blocks, you know, I set it up, or we have a big metal arch that we set up with, like, our logo with the words finish on it with, like, that we have to, like, tie onto there. Um, yeah, it's, like, all that stuff. We got to set up the tents, you know, like, the clocks. There's lots of little things that go into it. Um, before the race, it's more, like, packet pickup, so we get shirts, hats, you know, anything that is going into that race. Um, recently, reusable cups because we went cupless um we set up like our bibs and like our chips and stuff like that um yeah on race day it's you know i set up the finish line i normally go out to an aid station i set up multiple sometimes only one then i'll take down my aid station or leave a volunteer there 
and I'll sweep the course to the next aid station because we have to mark all of our course with like blue flags and like yellow signs yeah, and so that people like know that. where you're going. So yeah, so we set that up. Yeah. So you actually brought up a, something that I was thinking about. I thought about this back when I would race, back when I would I would race bikes, and uh, yeah, you said you said cupless. Yeah. That's actually so. Whose idea was it to go cupless? Because that was that's probably a lot of money to buy cups. What you guys hold? How many people do you hold during a race? Uh, depends on the race. Couple um, hundred, maybe one, a thousand. Our our biggest one, or at least one of our bigger ones, is two weekends from now, Dead Horse, and it's fifteen hundred right now. So that okay, wow. Yeah, that's... COVID really affected our numbers, so they've been down recently. So during like COVID and things like that, it was like. 300 500 maybe you know yeah to be expected though yeah and so whose idea was it to go cupless that's a gene it's a genius my... marketing strategy <laughs> that was my dad Ex yeah. okay so your entire family is smart then yeah it, my dad's really the 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 top of the business you know we're all 25 percent owners but he knows everything so let's talk about family a little bit it's a family business I yeah, think, I think the number one thing that you hear about family businesses is that you shouldn't do them. Do you? <laughs> does your and your you and your family get along, or do you guys have like? Well, most of the time, yeah. I mean, it's you know, we're out working all day. You know, heavy lifting, running far. You know, yeah. it's hard to eat on race day. You know, you get hangry. You know, sometimes you yell at each other. You know, you bicker, <laughs> but you know, it happens. Yeah, just as much as any other family. Yeah, it's it's nice though. I you know I don't have to be sitting behind the desk. I can be out you know doing what I love. You know, watching people just push themselves you know to the absolute limits and get to share the experience all the time with my family. As you should. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Malachi. I I don't know if he's <laughs> listening. I don't know if he's going to listen. I I know I this guy. You maybe. I yeah. Don't know, I don't know know him. I want to know him a little better, but. How how are you, how is your your brother sister bond at these races? Um, we're pretty close, yeah. Okay. Um, sometimes you know we don't agree on everything, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'd say we're pretty close. That's awesome. So, yeah. Kyla, everybody yes. everybody here in Mob, like I said in the introduction, they know they know you for your running, right? You you yes. claim yourself as an introvert. But yes. we want to know, like, who is Kylo Ricks? Who, like, what do you, what do you love outside of running? Outside of running? Yeah. Um, I've started making jewelry. That's pretty fun. Um, okay. Watch TV. You know, I cook a lot. I do like to cook. You, um, okay, so you're really... telling me you, you give cookies out at these races. You're a good yeah. cook. And you still yeah. buy your cookies. Yeah, it's way like too, we need hundreds, hundreds of cookies. It's way too much work and too much effort. I already have so much I'm trying to keep up with. Hey, but it's from the heart, Kyla. That is true. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I do crazy. give a lot from my heart though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know, more. I'm sure. I I can't I can't say anything. You are hands down a way harder worker than I am and it it definitely shows. So it, this is this is going to be a hard podcast, but it's also awesome because there's so much on the internet about you, right? There's there's yeah. news articles. Like as as I said before, I don't know if this is right because apparently some of my introduction was wrong, but yeah. Deseret News is athlete of the week 3 times. 
which is yeah, that's, that's, that's got to be pretty big. So I mean, there's there's a ton about you. The what I'm what I'm kind of bringing into this uh, this final topic that I'm that I'm talking about is you're already a somebody. <laughs> you're you're like the you're the first somebody on this podcast. How does that feel? Um. I mean, it's cool, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh, never really something I wanted or looked for. No, but it's it's cool that you've made you've made your passion into something successful. Or I guess your family has made your yeah. your passion into something successful. So I know that for a fact you and Malachi run, and I I assume that comes from your dad. Is your mom? Yeah, and my mom. I've never I I've only yeah. ever talked to your mom once. Okay, yeah. I've never ever talked to your dad, never even seen your dad. <laughs> uh is is your mom a big runner? Yeah, my parents met on the college cross country team. Oh wow. Okay, so your entire family yeah. is just based around running. Yeah. That's so um cool. I think I beat my mom's like high school times when like I was a junior, sophomore, somewhere in there, yeah. I'm sure they were proud. Yeah. It didn't bring any controversy. I, uh no. <laughs> Although I don't think I ever beat her 800 time and she likes to make fun of me about that. So what what do you run? So you're a I know you for your cross country. And we would always talk back in the day about how you weren't really a fan of track and field, right? Uh no, I love track. You love track? Wait, were you not yeah. a fan of cross country? Um I wasn't really a fan of my cross country coach, but I love cross country. Oh, okay. So maybe, wow, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff here. Uh, so what, what was up with the coach? Why, why was there such a big deal there? Um, well, there was a lot of favorites on the team, you know, uh, they made a lot of rules towards the end that like, if you didn't show up to practice so many times, then you couldn't go to the meets and they were just in general, just like overall mean to me and like they'd say you can ride the bus like during covid like you had to ride the bus and your parents couldn't take you which didn't really make sense um yeah because you're you know some kids ended up yeah and you know you're away from everyone who goes to school when you don't but like (laughs) yeah um but you know a whole bunch of kids ended up going up with their parents but for some reason they always held me to the rules very strictly so how was the running experience? Because you were, I mean, dare I say, you were hands down the the best girl on the team. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very humble about it <laughs> well, too. Uh, yeah, you were hands down the the best girl on the team, and I'm sure that had to affect you at practices. Did you run with the um, guys, or were you beating the guys, or? Um. Well, Malachi was on the team, and when he was on the team, I couldn't keep up with those guys, so it would be, like, the two fastest or the three fastest, and I couldn't keep up, and then there would be a big gap, then me, then, you know, all the other dudes and all the other girls, so I mostly just ran alone. Really? Uh, yeah. So it was, yeah, my so you senior... had, like, your three sets. You had your people who were really far ahead, which were usually, like, your faster guys. And yeah, you were in the middle with the girls behind you. Yeah. So I've um, I've never done racing or excuse me like running 
how how does the how do the practices work? You guys just go on a run. Um, well, yeah, you show up. Normally, the coach would talk for like five ten minutes. Um, then you do some like warm ups. Uh, then yeah, you'd go to your run or your workout. And if it was a workout, you know, be timed or certain things. And yeah, that was pretty much it. You'd stretch at the end. <laughs> so in the mind of kind of digging in deeper into your head. In the mind of Kyla Ricks, what is the next big marketing genius idea coming to Mad Moose or coming to, to, I don't know, to your to your running? What's the next What's the next thing, Kyla? What's What's new? Um, what's new? Um, I'm not too sure right now. Um, you know, I'm a little tired. Just had like six races back to back. I haven't really had time to think about the next best thing because another race just keeps coming and can't really focus on the next best thing because the races are just. Yeah, you're working hard. Little, yeah. No, it's understandable. Yeah. Focusing so, on. Do you, so what's in these events, now. you're you're preparing the events. You're you're the. Uh, wow, I'm. Organizer, right? Yeah. You set everything up. You set up your aid stations. You talked about this. Um, you yeah you i mean we raced, all do it yeah you ever raced any of your own events yeah yeah i did i did one a couple weekends ago so who's the person in your family who sets up the like going through going through the bureau of land management probably isn't easy for you guys so who's the one who sets uh, up your races who plans the routes and uh, my, well my dad did it in the beginning and he got everything set up found all the contacts he you know figured all that stuff out um and decided that he was, you know, he's also an introvert, so he and my mom's an extrovert, so he passed that <laughs> off to my mom, track. so, yeah, so my mom does that now. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it, has it been hard for you guys trying to get through the Bureau of Land Management, or? Yeah, very, it's been very difficult. So, let's push but away, it, yeah. let's push away from the running topic. Let's go back into the life of Kyla. You have a, you have a puppy. I do. How, how many Peace dogs trouble. is this now? Is this two dogs? Two, yeah. Both of them are Yorkies. Yes. The only experience of a Yorkie that I've had, other than your dog, my brother had a Yorkie, right? This dog was not yeah. well trained. My brother should never have a dog. <laughs> this very territorial, extremely territorial. Is that how your dogs are? Um. Well, my older dog loves people and when it comes to people she doesn't care but when it comes to other dogs she can be pretty territorial okay uh yeah we definitely had a hard time adjusting her to the new puppy so what's the new puppy's name freya why um well malachi picked it out um it's because she's the norse goddess of love you know fertility and all that so. oh wow so you actually have like a name for your for your dog that means something yeah. My dog's name is Boomer, and that's off of the left <laughs> zombie. <laughs> Boomer's adorable. <laughs> yeah, no, Boomer's adorable. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about Boomer, <laughs> but he's got no name that actually means anything. He's off of a fat uh, zombie from a video game. <laughs> yeah, well, the older dog's Daisy, so. Yeah. <laughs> the older dog's Daisy, you know. Yeah, Wanted and, it to be a flower. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I don't like Daisy. <laughs> I've never liked Daisy. Every single time I've gone over to your house, I've never liked Daisy. 
Why? I don't know, dude. It's like you said I you love didn't like dogs. Yorkies. What? You said you didn't like Yorkies. I don't like Yorkies. Is it? I don't like. Did Yorkies. your brother's dog ruin that for you? Uh, a little bit. They're they're cute when they're babies, right? But when they get older, they kind of carry on the expression of like an old man or an old woman. <laughs> That's just like how their 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 bodies look. Like the the uh, what is it? Like the scraggly hair and the. <laughs> I mean, they just, they carry on the, the idea. Not that I hate old people, all right? I love old people. You gotta love them, right? There are elders, they're wise. But I don't like, I don't like how Yorkies look when they're older. So, Kyla? Yeah. How do you feel, how do you feel yes. about Russians? A, um, I don't know, I don't... You got any Russian friends? I don't feel any different about them. If I met a Russian, I wouldn't discriminate against them because they were Russian. You don't discriminate. I don't, no, I don't really care. They're nice, and yeah, we'll be friends. You have any friends? If they're uh, mean. It's the same way with anyone, you know. Are you mean back? Um, potentially. Are you a mean person, Kyla? Um, honestly, sometimes. Who I who can are you be mean to. What type of person? Um. I don't know, just ones with not good intentions, I guess. Okay. Fake people, I guess. I don't know, sometimes I can get hangry and be mean. So why don't you live in Russia? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Oh, because I can't speak Russian. Yeah. Oof, but you could. You could learn. That's true. Like, that's not a, that's not a setback. That is true. You just... You just don't want to move to Russia? Yeah, I never thought about moving to Russia. Huh. I mean, seems like an interesting idea. I mean, you could probably want to visit first. You ever thought about running to Russia? Um, well, can't really swim, so that would be a little bit difficult. You can't swim? Yeah. You can't swim? Wait, you can't swim? Well, I can swim, swim, but I'm just not very good at it. So I'd never make it across the ocean when I'm trying to run there. You run because you can't swim. <laughs> you mean like run from here to Russia? Yeah. Like straight. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, just go there. Uh, yeah, just yeah, totally. I'll run there totally. Yeah. So, Kyla, you're not in Russia. You're in Moab. No. Why are you still in Moab? That's what you think. Maybe Why? I am in Russia. You're not. You're not. You're not in Russia. <laughs> you're in Moab. Why? Yeah. Um. Pretty. Well, unless you are in Moab. My business is here. Your business, yeah, yeah. but your, okay, your business is here, but your business can go anywhere. Like you guys do out-of-state running events. Yeah, but he'd have to like get a new course, talk to new people, um, learn the language for one, um, and all of our roots are here, and most of our customers come from here you know in the united states so it'd be a little hard to move i'm not saying take your business to russia (laughs) i'm saying like colorado (laughs) like what (laughs) why don't why don't you go back to colorado springs um because i'd have it's too big of a city for me i like a smaller town there's too many people so I was a big, when I was in high school, I did a lot of uh, like business stuff, like business management, marketing, 
lodging and recreation, yeah. that kind of stuff, trying to base around because I want to own a business one day. I want to, yeah. I want to experience that business life, and you're you're already own a business, so you guys yeah. do really well with your customers. But I mean, you and your family can only go so far. Like I understand you do volunteer work. You yeah offer you offer a volu- Is it like a sign up, volunteer sign up? Uh yeah, they can just email so people us. can come help you with aid stations and other things like that. Yeah. So what is stopping yeah. you and your family from expanding? You guys are in this in um, Utah. You have a Utah base, but why don't you do the Colorado? Why don't you do the Nevada, New Mexico? <laughs> well, we used to be based out of Colorado Springs. Yeah. And we used to do stuff there, but we moved here because I think we got most of Colorado Springs, you know, and most of our business comes there. But, you know, honestly, we're in the process of reducing because there's just too much work, like, we're just we're gonna have too much work so we got to cancel races um plus nevada so you know it's all just a little too far i don't want to have to travel and take my stuff everywhere it's really hard mentally and physically you know to drive you know eight hours after you know working all day long and physically exhausting yourself you know so we're at the point where we have too much work now so we're trying to get rid of some of those races so you're in the you're in the inflation right now and you're trying yeah. you're trying to start deflating your business but why why don't why doesn't your family start expanding and hiring cuz i mean you guys you obviously you could start hiring people out in colorado to run your mad moose business for you yeah but we could never it could never be the same quality as when we're doing it and it's all about quality and like the atmosphere of the race and you can't control like the positive atmosphere when you're not there and there's no guarantee that someone you hire is going to treat it with the same respect as like you know their own business but don't you and we, we have go for it go for it we have hired one employee but he just comes to the races and helps us out so do you have like those people from Colorado Springs coming and joining you in in Moab for your races? Yes. Wouldn't you think that it would be beneficial for you guys to take your audience in Colorado Springs and make a race in that area so that they don't have to drive the distance? We do have races in that area. Okay. Wow. Never yeah. Yeah. They're in. Yeah. They're in Colorado Step Springs. Ahead of me. Yeah, Gunnison, Crestview, uh, they're down in Monticello. We have one in Fruta, which is a brand new one this weekend. Wow, okay. So what is stopping you from... I mean, I guess I I understand this is a little bit rhetorical. I understand that you want to keep your business the way that you know it, right? You guys have the energy. You guys bring the... You bring the fun. Your family brings the fun to the races. But... Yeah. I mean, you're, you're four people in a world of billions, you don't think that there's another another group of people that you you could hire to do what you guys do? I mean, it's not like um, you're hiring your average Joe. I mean, you guys could look yeah. for people who are who are big. Yeah. Um. Well, we could, but honestly, we already make enough money, and there's no reason to get more. You know, I'd personally not want to have that much, and not really want to have that much like 
work, I guess, to do, even if, you know, we're hiring new people. It's just, just too much. I'd rather just have it be a small family business. See, but it's not a small family business. I guess that's kind of the point that I'm getting at here. Well, I guess it's not deal. a small business. It's a big family business. <laughs> it's a that. really big family business. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I that's guess. I guess it. just looking at it from my... Because I'm in a family business, right? Yeah. Looking yeah. at it from my perspective, I feel like we're always desperate for work. I mean, like like we, we say we, we're making enough money, but we're always trying to expand, right? Yeah. And, I don't know. I guess. I guess I it's just it's just two different worlds. For life work. You're also yeah. you're also doing what you love. I am yeah. mowing lawns. So <laughs> we'd rather um, just have more time for us. You know, have more time to hang out, have more time to chill. You know, and relax instead of piling more on. Because that's really why my dad wanted to start this in the beginning, just so we could have our schedule how we like it, and you know, just do as much work as we want to. That's awesome, Kyla. Yeah, so I think it'd be more fun to take a couple more weekends off, you know, travel somewhere, go run a race for once, you know? So I remember I remember reading in one of your things, and I may pull it up here in a second if I'm mistaken, but there was in your high school days, I don't know if it's still a big thing, a girl from Morgan. <laughs> And I remember yeah. I, I've been seeing a lot about her. Like it says, I look up Kyla Ricks and it says Kyla Ricks. And then below it, it says Morgan, like girl from Morgan. Yeah. Um, well, she moved Yeah, from Maryland. Yeah, she was a two-time cross-country state champion there and Ooh. a two-time Gatorade Athlete of the Year. So it was a big deal when she moved. Okay. And, you know... It was either me or her, and honestly, we were pretty evenly matched. Um, it really came down to who wanted it more. We were always at that last, you know, mile, last half mile together, you know. In track, it was we were always together on that last lap, and, you know, the cross country, it was that last half mile, and when you get to that point, you know, you're both in pain. You've both done lots of work, and it yeah. just comes down to who's willing to put themselves in more pain for the win so i'm looking for i'm looking for the article i saw i believe it said it was a it was a quote from you and you said your your reasoning for wanting to or your reasoning behind winning the race was you studied this girl you studied her <laughs> her everything is that true did you really actually put in work and and figure out this girl's tactics um. Well, that's not the reason I won. Uh, that interview was right after the race. Okay. <laughs> right after the race. You well, know, no, obviously it wasn't the reason so. you won. Yeah. You're, you're an but, incredible runner. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did study her. And, you know, I couldn't race her off season. The only time I got to race her was at state. So the only way to to figure out who I was up against was to, you know, see what time she was running on what courses, who she was beating, you know watching the videos from those courses and seeing, you know, does she go out hard? You know, does she blow up in the end? You know, does she like, you know, rally hard at the end? It was all about like how to plan the race. Learning at points where you could push yourself where you knew she wouldn't be. Yeah. You know, I got on the map, you know, I studied the course. I knew I was better on certain things. I knew, I knew my, 
you know, what I was good at and I knew what I was not good at. And, and you needed to know what she was good at and what she wasn't yeah. good at. And when it came to the race, you know, I blew up the plan and winged it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Holy I wasn't cow. supposed to go out too hard. I was supposed to, you know, just chill behind her to like the second mile and then get her on the uphill and then just cruise the downhill in the flat section for the last mile. But, you know, she didn't end up going out as hard as I thought. And so you were like, screw I it. I'm really just going to go for it. Yeah. Like Prefontaine said, you know, the only good race pace, the suicide pace. And today looks like a good day to die. So <laughs> I went for it. <laughs> That's motivational in its own. Holy yeah. Cow. So, yeah. You, you know, say... I... no, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I led the race, you know, to mile two and, you know, she caught up to me at mile two and, you know, we ran together till like the last quarter mile, last half mile. And yeah, that was in my mind, you know. So how long are your races? Um, in cross country, it was anywhere from like 2.9 to 3.1. Okay. So just like any, okay. Around yeah, the just like a 5K. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm looking at this, uh, this senior spotlight kyla ricks right oh, yeah it shows there's a lot here like this <laughs> alone could make an entire podcast there's there's a thing and it's it's what are your three goals you wish to accomplish before you graduate and i assume this was probably like the start of your racing is when you said these things i want to bring these up and i want to see if they've if these goals were accomplished and i kind of want to see what your goals are now if that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So number one, and what are your top three goals you wish to accomplish before you graduate? It says, I want to finish up my high school career by winning all my events come this spring for track. Did you? Um, I don't recall this, but, um, no, I did not. Which, why not? Which event? Um, well, you know, I got, I ran the 3200, 1600, and the 800. Um, I won the 32 and the 16, which are my better events. Um, okay. You know, I got pretty bad asthma, and all the pollution up in Salt Lake really affects me. So by the time I got into the 800, which is the one you really need your lungs for, because it really forces you to push yourself so hard. It's, you know, honestly, one of the hardest events on the track. Um I just couldn't keep up because of my lungs. Um, really? You know, also I was tired. You know, I probably put a little too much effort in, you know, to my 3200 and my 1600. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just couldn't keep up, you know, the <laughs> three-peat. So what place did you end up taking? Second. Okay. Well, okay, but that's still pretty good. That's still pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's still really good, yeah. Uh, so your first goal... That's already an X. That's already that's already. That's already an, an X. X. Yep. This isn't looking good, Kyla. You got you got two more questions. <laughs> All right, number two. I've wanted to run sub five minutes in the sixteen hundred meter. Oh. Since I was in oh, middle sorry. school. Um, Last year I yeah, thought I, mean, I could achieve one. that goal, but I didn't get the opportunity. This year I hope to shatter that goal. Not beat it. Shatter. Yeah, I I ran five oh one. No. <laughs> Yeah. You're kidding. No. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> a little disappointed, you know, honestly, I had everything, but you know, with my personality, it was just never enough. I always wanted more. You know, there's always something I could do better. 
That was something I thought I could have done better at. A 501? Yeah. Did you cry? No, no. I would have cried. <laughs> I, I probably, I'm not even kidding, I probably would have cried. Was that your last yeah. time ever um, getting to do that? Or did you have another opportunity? I know. Well, in high school, that was my last time. Yeah. Wow. But I'm sure I'll be back to the track soon enough. Well, that's that's two X's, Kyla. Yeah. <laughs> you think you think you're gonna get a, so you think you're gonna get a plus on your third? Possibly. I don't remember okay. what it was. Number three. I want to beat the record mileage I've run in one week. The highest miles I've run in a week is fifty-three. Um. To be honest, I don't know if I beat that or not. How many, I think I did. Like your, I feel like I run more than that. What is your average in like a day? And how many um, times in a, a day? day? Um, that's. I, it depends on the day, cause. Well, I got a new coach, so he has like a whole schedule lined out for me. Normally, somewhere around forty to fifty miles a week. Um, so like forty-nine seven miles a day. But it just depends. Like today, I ran eight. Yesterday, I did eleven. The day before that, I was supposed to do four. Just depends on if I have a workout and what I've done the previous days. Okay, so we'll we'll leave that one as a blank then. So, <laughs> have you heard? You like you like Mr. Beast? Do you like that guy? Mr. Beast. Um. Don't tell me you don't know uh, who never, Mr. Beast is. Well, I know who he is, but I've never really watched any of his videos. What? I mean, I've seen a little bit. What? I couldn't. I haven't seen enough to tell you if I like him or not. What have you watched? Do you know what you've watched? Um, no, because I watched it a while ago and I don't remember. What? I'm actually, I'm actually shook. So what I'm about to tell you right now is, is completely like, wow, holy cow. Have you, have, did you hear about his team trees? No. Wow. I'm, I'm a little shook, Kyla. I'm not going to lie. You need to look up this guy, Mr. Beast. He's like kind of a big deal in our day and age right now. You know who Elon Musk is, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I just had to I had to check. He's a big deal too. Yeah, just check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Beast a while back, I don't know I don't know exactly when, but he did a thing called Team Trees where every dollar that was donated to him he would plant a tree, right? Trying to give back to his yeah. community. This guy's a multimillionaire. And now he's doing a thing called Team Seas. S E A S, right? Like water. Yeah. $30 million is their goal. They're trying to raise $30 million. They're at 12800000 I believe, is the last I checked. And every single dollar that is donated is one pound of trash out of the ocean. How do you feel about that? That's a lot of trash. W would you donate? Um, yeah, probably. That's a lot of trash, though. It just... Where are they going to put it? Like, is it going to end up back in the ocean? No, after no, no. They so it's going, it, it's, going straight, it's going straight to safe environments. They, okay, yeah. There's. A, do you know who Mark Rober is? Um, no. <laughs> okay, he's like a he's like a genius, like some, like some like really smart like robot technician. Just a just a all around really really smart guy, right? Okay, he, yeah. He has another YouTube channel. 
he has teamed up with Mr. Beast. They're calling it, I think, oh, I'm spacing right now. They're calling it uh, like the biggest YouTuber duo ever, right? Mr. Beast and this yeah. Mark Rober guy. Mark Rober is teamed up with a company that has built robots that have like a line that pull the trash into this line and then it eats it and then dumps it into trash cans from the ocean, Kyla. That's really cool. That's insane. And you don't you have nothing yeah. you have no clue that any of this is going on. Yeah, you know, I haven't had much time for YouTube recently. All my downtime is spent trying Fine. to sleep. Oh yeah, sleep? Running. Sleep? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is one my thing I actually want to talk keeping about. Me awake, you know? This is gonna this I don't know if this is gonna anger people or if people are gonna be able to relate. Kyla, can you tell them what time you go to sleep? <laughs> um eight to nine. Eight o'clock. Couple times Kyla, gone no, 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 not eight seven, to nine. A few times. Eight to eight to nine. No, it is seven to eight. Kyla, the <laughs> sun is still up at that time. It's seven right now. The sun is not up. Okay, no, okay, but on an average okay. day, the sun is up. Okay. At seven. Okay, yeah. at seven o'clock. The sun is up on an average day at seven o'clock. Yeah. Kyla, you're like a grandma. I know. I just I run so much, and I've been working a lot that it just gets to you you know you oh i'm goodness. tired can't I, stay awake I just, i'm normally awake by four though i just opened up the, the <laughs> twitch chat and i looked at this uh miguel yeah, actually coming okay. in with some insane feedback here he he said uh it's he's a so mark rober is a former nasa engineer and the company okay. is called is called the ocean cleanup the robots are called the ocean cleanup Miguel coming in clutch here. And also right above Miguel's thing is ah, oh, this is this is a weird one. His name's Malachi Ricks. Weird guy. He says this girl stinks. How does that make you feel? He said this girl stinks. As a usual. That's you know, that's how we say, you know, that we like each other, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he probably wasn't here for the part where he you you said you and him have a really good relationship. I bet you would probably you want to change your answer on that, or you want to keep your answer. Uh, no, I'll keep it. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. So you're being the bigger person. I see. For now, you know why everyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, well, Kyla, we're coming to the end of the podcast here. Is there anything you want to go over that we haven't covered? Anything you want to ask me? Um, no, not really. All right, Kyla. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Yeah, of course. This was this was a huge honor. We started a little bit early than I was expecting, about an hour or, or two hours early. But now I can go to bed early. Oh my gosh! If you go to bed right now, I'm actually you know I can't even say anything. Viewers, everybody who's watching, listening, streaming, if you guys are in the Twitch right now, thank you guys so much for coming. It means a lot. Helps me want to stream on Twitch, so I appreciate you guys more than you know. If you guys aren't already listening, we have a Spotify. All right? Go follow our Spotify. Go join our uh, go join our, uh, our Discord. We can give you daily information. We also have a TikTok. And thank you guys all for coming to the Nobody's Podcast. Have a good one.